Welcome to Business Talk Sister Cock. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we're going to be talking about more free resources that you can be using for um, keeping your stuff organized as well as doing your accounting, bookkeeping, payment processing. So we're going to start with the accounting and bookkeeping side and jump into some payment. So the first thing we really like is accounting softwares that allow us to keep all of our business documentation in check. Uh, one of the ones that we really like that is free is called Wave. It is actually like wave.app or something. You gotta check out the link on our website, which by the way, all of these are linked on our website in the tools and tips page under businesstalksistergawk.com. So Wave, it allows you to do everything for free. You can run an entire business without paying any money. But what you would have to pay money for if you really want to, because they gotta make money somehow, right? is um, if you wanted to have employees in the future, they have an add-on payroll service, um, or if you wanna get paid via credit card, mm -hmm. they uh, charge a processing fee for you to do that. But the nice thing is that if you do get paid that way, they auto deposit it in your bank account, which is really nice so that you don't have to worry about doing all of that extra work. And what I like about it is that you can make custom um, invoices and things like that. Like you can put in your own logo, you can put in your own like slogan if you wanted to, uh, your contact information and things like that. And it will also send you an email um, when you have an invoice that's overdue. So if you send it to someone and they haven't paid you yet, it'll send you an invoice, which I think is really nice because it helps you stay on top of um, your costs and your um, ingoing and outgoing um, accounting. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they also have in the dashboard how much money you've made and it shows you like over time, here's your pattern like cyclically of what where what months you do better than others and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I also really like it because it has an app with it where you can take pictures of your receipts and it will process them into your accounting so you don't have to save all of your physical receipts. Um, the paperless system is really nice, especially if you're on the go, um, like traveling and you lose receipts pretty commonly mm -hmm. you can just take pictures of them and upload them right to that uh keep them all within wave and that is totally free yeah okay so payment processing in general though let's be real if you take someone's credit card you're gonna have to pay a fee regardless of who you go through because um that's how credit card credit cards work debit cards anything digital that that costs money to use mm -hmm. so the next accounting tool that we really like which sometimes you can get it for free uh usually it's around less than 200 dollars a year to use is quickbooks self-employed so what i really like about this option is that um, this version of quickbooks is really nice for if you get the app it'll track like your mileage when you drive places mm -hmm. it'll say hey was this trip for business and then you can just easily put it in. Um, it also syncs really well with TurboTax if you use that for your taxes and you pay your taxes that way. Um, I love taxes. <laughs> Some people don't, so they get an accountant to do it, which is totally fine. But yeah, so that's really nice. You can send invoices from there. So the difference between, I think, um, Wave and QuickBooks, if I were to compare them side by side, um, Wave is sometimes kind of glitchy where you can get double entries in your banking account system. Like say, um, if it tracks what's happening on your, um, card versus what's happening as a transaction on your bank account, you can, you'll have to do that in your reconciliation monthly. Um, 
that can that can cause a couple issues sometimes. Uh, they've been doing a lot of updates to make that a little bit more seamless. Um, but QuickBooks, honestly, they have like a really nice um, user support and flow. <coughs> So, I mean, you get what you pay for, let's be real. <laughs> and it's honestly worth the investment for yeah. QuickBooks. Which we haven't even talked about the third accounting system, uh, ZipBooks. We really like this platform as well. Um, the primary reason why we like them is because it also works with PayPal. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, did you know that you can send invoices through PayPal? Recently, recently started looking into that. I did it's, not know that. Yeah. No, you can use it um, as a primary payment processing system but okay outside of uh zipbooks what we like about that is it also if you're doing um physical credit card processing uh you need a terminal so say like you have a coffee shop and you need people to insert their chip uh they actually function well with square which is one of the um different ones that commonly you see in like little boutiques and coffee shops across like little independent places that people attach to like their phone or ipad and things like that yeah so um another another one that um another payment processing would be clover um sometimes they charge you for the payment processing terminals so you just have to compare them side by side and see what's going to be the best um i know that some banks actually do terminals as well um but in my experience they've been a little bit more expensive so those are some different options if you're looking at doing in-store terminal you might want to use zipbooks um but you might want to look at quickbooks too to see if they have anything um associated with that so um online payment processing we really like stripe because in the research that i have done this is one of the lowest payment processing fee systems uh on the internet so if you are looking to say have a a plug-in in your website that does a shopping cart or maybe you use shopify i'm i'm not really super familiar with the back end of shopify and how they process payment but um if you use wordpress stripe is a really good way uh to get paid through in your shopping cart um, aspect mm -hmm. so they also deposit straight to your bank account which is really nice um they do have a processing fee so look into it and see what options are there but we we like them because they're secure um and they they've done a really good job of um helping you do it as a small business owner just putting the the snippets of code in your website to get all that connected and one thing that's really important if you do have a website is to have something like this a payment pro processing system because if you try to process the payment system yourself you are responsible for documenting all of those uh, credit card numbers and you can actually be fined if you hold them for longer than um, what the uh customer has agreed to so what's nice about that is that stripe is responsible for holding on to those um credit card numbers for that time period yeah okay so the next one is paypal so okay uh paypal's branding totally reminds me of that early tacky 2000s websites um and i always associate it with just ebay because that's the first place i ever experienced it um and i believe they kind of grew up together as best friends right <laughs> okay so paypal what's nice about it is that um you can process and use it like a bank account uh, so you can store all your money there. And if you're doing like back and forth, like paying for things on the internet, it can basically function as that if you need it to. Um, also what's nice about it is that if you have processed over like $20,000 through it, um, they actually send you like a text form that you can use on your taxes and say, Hey, this is how much money I made through this. So it makes it a little bit easier, um, to document 
sales of like a side hustle but you can also export that data and import it to another accounting system if you want to use that um so it also does the website buttons you can just put it in so like pay through paypal um there's a pretty easy way to do that so if you're starting a side hobby or if you're gonna use ebay you should totally get a paypal mm-hmm. um even i just recently learned that i can use paypal to pay for my bus fare on the local metro which was really convenient than putting in my credit card while I was sitting on the bus. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's nice. Uh, The following one payment processing system is Venmo. And Ruthie's going to tell us a little bit about that. So Venmo is kind of like the child of PayPal. They are, um, I think Venmo was bought out by PayPal. Um, And now, so I think that what's nice about this is that it's very, very popular and people who are my generation. So like, um, Gen Z. Gen Z generation. So people use it all the time. And in college and stuff, if you go to um, like the grocery store or something, it's just a really, really easy, fast way to be able to pay your friends if they buy something for you or something like that if you forgot your wallet, which happens to me a lot. <laughs> anyway, so um, what I like about it is that it has a really easy u- user interface. They've almost made like a social media out of payment processing. So like you, you can, can publicly shame people who have not paid you. <laughs> oh, and you- Okay, or on a more positive note, you can like just like, (laughs) um, you can just like say if you pay, if I were to pay Becca and I just said like, oh, payment for like shoes or something like that. And then I can share that publicly. Other people can see that. Or some people just say like goofy things or something like that. And then, um, or you can make it private. Um, and this is when I sold my car, um, I sold it in payments, which I would not recommend doing just so you know, but anyway, um, I, it was someone we knew. It was, yeah, yeah. I, it was someone we knew. I trusted them. So it was fine and it worked out great, but, um, that's how they paid me every month. So it didn't have to be sent in the mail. They could just, um, pay at the, yeah, you can set up where you can have it done. I think it's just manually where you can make those payments. I don't think you can do it automatic, but anyway, so that's how I got paid with that. And it was really fast and efficient. And I also had a log of being able to know, okay, this is when I received this payment. This is when I received this payment. So then it was really nice and easy to um, be able to keep track of that. And we were both kept accountable that way. Yeah. So that's like, if it's a direct transfer of money, Mm -hmm. it's free to use as an individual the time um, where they charge you is if you want to take out that money that you have in your account if you want it done like right now then they'll charge you but if you just let it like take three days to transfer into your bank account or two days or however long it is then it's free yeah so basically the time value of money right mm-hmm. uh if you can be patient you don't have to pay anything mm-hmm. but if people are paying you with a credit card they charge you a fee so that's important when you're looking at doing it as a business it basically functions almost identical to paypal because it's kind of the hipster version of paypal um since being bought out so it charges you the processing fee like i said most people who most ways that you use a credit card processing will charge you that um i think a going rate for most competitively is like 2.9 percent right now um but paypal also charges you 30 cents for each transaction so um that's important to note um if you're looking at that also i don't know if i mentioned this within paypal like ruthie was saying uh immediate payments you can get for free through venmo um but say you want paypal to pay you out um they actually charge you a percentage fee for giving that money through a bank transaction which is kind of a bummer or they can cut you a physical check which a lot of times for me is cheaper 
But that usually costs about a dollar fifty every time they send you a physical check in the mail. So I would really put that in your operating costs and then figure out when is a lucrative time to send yourself a check. And I think the biggest thing for PayPal, they say on their rolling is like, if it's more, they will not send you a check that's more than $3,000, I think. So um, kind of think about when is a good time to be cashing out that money mm -hmm. um, and putting it in another bank account or whatever, or if you're using PayPal to pay for everything, um, let me know how you do that because <laughs> I have never been able to figure out how to use my PayPal account to pay groceries. I'm sure there's a way, but yeah. Um, definitely think about that. So then the next category of stuff we wanted to talk about is organizational task management. Some of you have been wondering, how do I keep all my stuff organized? What should I be using? We really love these tools and we're gonna tell you about them. So the first one is Asana. Um, and I absolutely love Asana. I use it for pretty much everything in my life, whether that's my daily to-dos or whether it's a grocery list or um, I also have a template on there that I use every time I pack to go somewhere so then I can just look and see, okay, these are the things that I need to um, bring with me or whatever. So anyway, uh, basically what it is is a glorified checklist. It's super awesome and you can assign dates to things and you can assign them to different people. You can share projects with people so that they can see all the tasks that they're responsible for. When I'm a when my best friend got married, um, I she and I used it to um, help in a lot of the, the wedding planning things and like just who was responsible for what and when. And it was really handy to have that. Um, and now I have a really nice wedding template. So if you need that, let me know. <laughs> Hit her up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. So what we really like about what I personally like about it because I'm cheap is that it's free for a user, one mm -hmm. user. If you're gonna use it for like, say, a business with multiple employees, you gotta pay for that. And it is well worth the investment. There's a lot of versatility that can come with that. You can add a whole bunch of different plugins. Um, you can add time tracking to each task if you want to as a business, that's really nice. For like accountability, for it's accountability. the bomb. Mm -hmm. um, but if, I mean, it has to make sense for your business. Mm -hmm. If you only have one employee, I don't know if it's really like you're probably gonna have more time to help that employee know what they're working on, but mm -hmm. yeah, they can use it for free too. I think like the there's a, a lot that you can do with the free version, and I really like it a lot. But it's yeah, and I really like the fact that I can screenshot stuff and then just attach it to my mm -hmm. task. Like oh, here's the image that goes along with that, or okay. here's the link, and um, keeps everything digitally. Mm -hmm. You can also set it like they have an app, so you can get it on your phone too if you want to. And I get notifications on the tasks that are due today, and I like that. Yeah, you can set up emails and say, mm -hmm. here's what you got to do today. And mm -hmm. it's okay. So basically, like if you are a achiever in your strengths finder, um, this is literally the way to get your endorphin overload. And sometimes when you check off um, a task, it like sends this little like surprise animal across the screen. That's like, hey, good job. You did that. So sometimes it's, it's like, like a, a unicorn or whatever. Or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, the next tool that we have uh, for organizational management is called Calendly. It's free mm -hmm. as well for the basic features mm -hmm. okay so within this what i love about it is that it allows me to book a meeting with someone based on my availability without having to share all of my private information about what's on my calendar mm -hmm. and i can set it up for these are the days that i'm only gonna have meetings from this time to this time and then basically i'm not like when are you available well why don't you what about this week what about this week and it takes like five emails so you just send them this link and you say here you go um go ahead and book something that works for you 
Mm-hmm. And what's nice about it too is that you can set it to, so what the way that I have my Calendly set up is that I, um, I have it on my, my business account, my business, it's linked through my business email, but I have it so that it pulls in my personal calendar as well. So if there's something that I have blocked off on my personal calendar, it blocks it off on my Calendly schedule as well. So it pulls in, and, and I also have it, um, for some things on Becca's calendar as well. So if Becca has something scheduled on there, then people can't book me during that time. So it pulls in all the different um, appointments that are scheduled on my personal calendar, my business calendar, calendar, and Becca's calendar so that people can only book the times when I know I'll be available. Yeah, and all of that that she does with it is free. Ta-da! There is some really nice things that you can um, use. You can utilize PayPal within Calendly. So then if you want someone to pay before a meeting, you can set up your um, some payment processing through Calendly and then they have to, in order to book a meeting, they have to pay beforehand. But that is a paid feature. You can also set it up so that... Um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can also set it up so that... Um, People will get email notifications like an hour beforehand or a day beforehand or things like that or text notifications. Those are also paid features. Um, Yeah, but let's be real. I mean, when you're first starting out, you're probably not going to need that. Mm -hmm. But what's nice about the calendar like in general is when you're like, yeah, let's book a meeting. Here's my calendar. Like all of a sudden, all people over the age of like 50 are like, wow, (laughs) you are so professional. (laughs) Um, So within that, it's awesome. We, because we like Calendly, we also could not go any further without saying Google is something we love. And we've actually talked to quite a few entrepreneurs that love Google, specifically in the the Google suite. Um, We like Google Calendar. It allows you to share um, your scheduled times with different levels of privacy. Within Calendly, it also utilizes that information so people aren't seeing, oh, you got a dentist appointment this day. Awkward. Um, But no, it's really nice to being able to share things back and forth. I know exactly when Ruthie has meetings and um, I can see that on my calendar as well as we can invite each other to meetings. Um, What I personally love about it when I'm driving, not like while I'm driving, but right before I'm about to leave the house is I can just pull it up on my calendar and see, oh, there's the address that I saved in here of my meeting Mm -hmm. location. And then it just auto connects to Google Maps and boom, you're on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, Google email is another one we put on here because we use it a lot. What I really like about that is it also has the instant chat feature that you can utilize back and forth to send links. So you don't have to send like a ton of emails to somebody's inbox. Um, mm-hmm. You can just do it based on uh, their connection with you as also having a Gmail account. Um, the other awesome thing about this, if you're setting up a website and you have your um, hosting domain name all that stuff instead of paying for a google business account you could still use a free one and then go into like the user settings where you can actually do this mirroring option of having your hosting provider's email account that they've created for you hooked to your gmail account so basically instead of like business talk sister gawk at gmail.com it would our email now says info at business talk sister gawk.com because it was able to use using this process of this mirror process then um, we were able to get our domain name as the at business talk sister gawk.com for free which is really nice for free and it just makes you look more professional and stuff i think like i don't think there's anything wrong with having at gmail.com but it does make it look a little more classy when you can say at okay so here's here's when it's wrong this is when i would say um it's wrong when you want to look like your legitimate business with a domain so people can look up your website 
and say what are they actually about and so especially if like say you were ever to contact a supplier in a different country say like indonesia or china or something and you said i really want to order x amount of product and this is what i need blah 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 blah. if you send it from an at gmail.com they're going to be like you are just a random person how can we trust you i mean they probably get a ton of dreamers and spammers so what what is going to give you legitimacy of whether they or not they should take you seriously is their ability to go on your website and see what you're actually already doing if you already have like a whole bunch of products that you're selling um they're going to want to see it before they're even going to send you a quote because otherwise it's a waste of their time right and so um especially when you're doing international stuff it really really does give you a lot more credibility Okay, and um, now for the gawk part of our uh, podcast, we are going to talk about a little something we like to call Filtastic Adventures. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> okay, so Filtastic Adventures is based off of my dad's name. His name is Phil, so <laughs> you could totally coin this for your own dad, just insert his name before. Luke-tastic Adventure. Fantastic, <laughs> right? <laughs> so whenever we wanted to do something as a family, or my parents did, they would say, it'll be educational. Um, and we would know that was code for a Phil-tastic adventure. Phil-tastic day. <laughs> um, some examples of Phil-tastic adventures we've been on include... The um, garlic festival. Oh, a tractor show. A weird, like, science museum exhibit that was very creepy. Just things like that, where you're yeah. like, you don't actually know what you're getting into because your parents don't actually know what you're getting into, but you're like, this could be educational. So then they decide that that's what we're doing that day. Mm -hmm. It's usually on a Saturday mm -hmm. when you could be sleeping in yep. something. Uh, the tractor show was probably my, my personal um, burned in my retina uh, because we got to sit and watch so many tractors drive by that looked exactly the same to me. And yet there was the same amount of cheering for each one. That everybody was just pumped about those tractors. I've never seen so many farmers get so excited in one place. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was a long day for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week.